There's a lot on the line during tonight's preseason game against the New York Rangers. Not so much in terms of wins and losses because those don't really matter in the preseason, but more in terms of who will be on the opening night roster. It's the last chance to make a first impression and to get on that roster. And we're going to talk about who to watch during tonight's game on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is... Thursday, October 5th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every day. It's free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, the official sports book of Locked On. You can make every moment more, and right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you visit fanduel.com slash locked on and get started. All right, it is the preseason finale tonight against the New York Rangers at Madison Square Garden, and there is a lot on the line for several opening night hopefuls. And we're going to break down who's in at forward on defense, the goaltending situation is set. We know this, but still a lot to be considered as they get ready to hit the ice. Now, a few players have already been assigned to Providence, not in the mix anymore for the NHL roster, at least to start the season. Uh, Jason Megna was placed on waivers for the purpose of assignment. Trevor Kuntar, Mark McLaughlin, Georgie Merkulov, have all been sent down to Providence Bruins training camp. So who does that leave in the mix for tonight? We'll get to that in a moment. First, a quick reminder, you can find the podcast on social media at Locked NHL Bruins. Started up on threads yesterday as well. Uh, you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey thoughts, at Ian C. McLaren on all the different platforms. All right, so who's in at forward tonight, and who should you be watching? Well, there are some guys who we know are locked in. Charlie Coyle, Jake DeBrusque, Trent Frederick, Morgan Geeky, Brad Marchand, David Posternock, and Pavel Zaka among them. The only guy likely in the top six who's not in tonight's lineup is James Van Riemsdyk. Among the other players, we have John Beecher and Patrick Brown, both of whom are in contention for the fourth line center role. You have Jesper Boakvist, who is signed to a one-year deal at the NHL level, very cheap deal. I believe he should be in the opening night lineup. You have A.J. Greer, uh, Pavel Zaka, Sorry, I already mentioned Zaka. Oscar Steen, I should say, and Matt Poitra, the other forwards in the lineup. Now, I think there's a real conversation going on in terms of A.J. Greer. 
Has he done enough to warrant inclusion on the opening night roster? Do he and Jacob Lauko kind of cancel each other out in terms of what they bring to the table? And does Lauko have the edge? I kind of think so. Oscar Steen shown some jump in the preseason. He's gotten on the board. One of the first recalls, I think, if there is a need for scoring. I'm not sure if there's really room for him on the opening night lineup. The one guy to watch, of course, is Matt Potra. This will be his fifth preseason appearance. He's played in almost all the games and has a real shot at starting at center for the Boston Bruins for next Wednesday's game against the Chicago Blackhawks and perhaps even in a pretty prominent role. He could be playing with Marshawn and DeBrusque. He put, could be playing with Zaka and Pasternak. This is a chance for him to put it all out there and to show that at age 19, he is ready for at least the nine-game look. And don't forget, if he plays 10 games, he burns his first year of his NHL contract, his entry-level contract, pushing up his RFA years as well. So do they want to burn a year to see what he can do at the NHL level this year? Do they truly believe he is NHL ready and can withstand the rigors of an 82-game season, matching up against other teams' top six centers? Or will they give him the nine-game look, send him back here to Guelph, let him cook at the OHL, challenge for the scoring title, which he might not be able to do if his games down here are limited, um, it's a real question and, uh, coming up later on, I'm going to put together my opening night lineup with and without Quatra in there, who I would like to see in there. Now of note, someone who's not in tonight's lineup is Danton Heinen. He's on a PTO, doesn't have a guaranteed contract, whether or not they are trying to work something out behind the scenes or they are preparing to let him walk or perhaps they've seen enough to warrant uh, a contract and they don't want to risk him getting injured when he's not under contract. Not really their concern, I suppose, but uh, not quite sure what's going on there. But Danton Heinen, not in the lineup, will not get a last chance at making that training camp impression that he needs in order to secure an NHL contract for this upcoming season. Uh, Boakvist, Steen, kind of similar skill sets. I'd like to see Boakvist in the opening night lineup. Out of this group, I think the players most at risk of being sent down would be Brown, Greer, and Steen, and then Potra in there as well, just because of his age and circumstance and the burning of the entry-level contract. So that's the situation up front. Those are the players that you want to keep an eye on during tonight's game at the New York Rangers. And we'll talk about the blue line coming up here after the break. Snap into NFL action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a minimum $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets win or lose on that minimum $5 bet. 
If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's really no better time to get in on the action. Their app is so easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options like spreads, player props, over-unders, so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get in on the action this NFL season with FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Visit FanDuel.com and include money lines, props, etc. around your favorite NFL football team to get in on the action. Thanks so much once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your daily routine, free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. And on tomorrow's episode, we'll do our three stars recap from tonight's preseason game and bring you all the latest in terms of any cuts that were made in the aftermath of tonight's game. Now on defense, it's a pretty NHL heavy group. Uh, The only guy in the top six, or there's two players we think will be in the top six not playing, and that is Hampus Lindholm and Kevin Shattenkirk. Who we do have in the lineup is Brandon Carlo, Derek Forbort, Matt Grizzlick, Mason Lorai, Charlie McAvoy, Ian Mitchell, and Jakobs Borl. A couple guys here to keep an eye on. Mitchell and Zborl, for sure, that's a real battle going on for the seventh defenseman role. And I'm willing to say that Mitchell has the upper hand at the moment, and Zborl could soon find himself on waivers for the purpose of assignment. He's really got to put in a very, very strong effort tonight if he wants to stay up at the NHL level. But Mitchell, who was acquired in the Taylor Hall trade, has really impressed here at training camp and has taken hold of that job for the time being, at least. Of course, Mason Lorai remains in the mix. He had uh, a great performance the other night. There are still questions about playing his own zone, whether he's ready defensively to play at the NHL level on a regular basis. But he has looked really, really good. And I, for one, hope that he is indeed in the lineup come October 11th. Now, how could they do that? Well, it's my contention that it's time to part ways with Derek Forbord. He has just not looked good in the preseason. Speed isn't there. Um, And in today's NHL, you need to have mobile defensemen in order to move the puck with efficiency and also to get involved in the play and get back and chase some of these speedy wingers that we see just tearing things up at the moment. Will he get the Mike Riley treatment? Will he be uh, placed on waivers, buried in the AHL? Well, I don't know. The Bruins seem to have an affinity for Forbort and reluctant to not put him in the lineup. Uh, Perhaps it's a situation where this will happen later on down the road just by necessity. But I would personally prefer to have Lorai in the lineup over Derek Forbort. And um, yeah, that's just my my thinking at the moment. Carlo, Grizzlick, McAvoy, three of your top four defensemen 
should put in a, a pretty strong effort against the New York Rangers tonight. In net, it will be Jeremy Swayman and Brandon Bussey. Bussey, of course, has played very well in his limited time during the preseason. Buried on the depth chart behind Allmark and Swayman. And if there's any guarantees at the moment, it's that goaltending tandem of Allmark and Swayman to begin the season. And um, I'd be shocked if Allmark isn't the opening night goalie against the Chicago Blackhawks. So that's the situation on the back end. Keep an eye on Mitchell and Lorai and Zboril to see, A, if Lorai has done enough to make the Bruins consider waving for Bort, and if Mitchell has done enough to bump Zboril out of the seventh defenseman. It's possible the Bruins will only carry 22 skaters. So you think... Uh, 13 forwards, seven defensemen, two goaltenders. That means one of Mitchell, Zboril, Lorai, or two of those guys, in fact, would need to be uh, sent down if they're going to keep Forbort. And um, there's questions about whether or not they can keep Bokovic, Greer, and sign Danton Heinen, as well as keep Matt Patra around. And I'm going to give you my thoughts on what the opening night roster should be coming up here after the break. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could do the same thing with your business team? Well, if you're building a roster to win the league, you need Indeed. It's the hiring platform where you can attract interview and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, Assessments, and Virtual Interviews. U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash LockedOn to start hiring now. That's Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed.com slash LockedOn. All right, let's talk about who I believe should be on the opening night roster. And uh, I posted this on X yesterday. My look, and then we'll talk about what might be more likely. But I have a first line of Marshawn, Patra, DeBrusque, Van Riemsdyk, Zaka, Pasternak on the second line, Frederick, Coyle, Geeky on the third line, Lucic, Beecher, Heinen on the fourth line, and then Jesper Boakvist as your extra forward. That's Patrick Brown, AJ Greer, Jacob Lauko being sent down. For me, Lauko, so much 
energy that he brings. You can also take some unfortunate penalties, but you could keep Lauko, not sign Heinen, or keep Lauko, send Bulkvist down. But I like this balanced lineup here with, uh, you know, Frederick, Lucic, Greer, Lauko, all kind of cut from similar cloths. And so how many guys like that do you want on the roster is the question. On defense, easy, Grizzlick, McAvoy, Lindholm, Carlo, Lorai, Shattenkirk, and Ian Mitchell as the seventh guy with your goaltenders set, Allmark and Mitchell. Oh, sorry, and Swayman. Now, if Patra is sent down, then you would have Marshawn Coyle, DeBrusque, Van Riemsdyk, Zaka Pasternak, Frederick, Geeky, Heinen, Lucic, Beecher, Lauko, and Bokvist as your extra forward. So keeping Patra has a trickle-down effect. And part of the consideration is you risk losing a guy on waivers that you otherwise might not have put there if Patra is not kept around. And that could be a consideration here in the decision of whether or not to keep him up. Is it worth giving him the nine-game look and risk losing a guy like Lauko on waivers? Or do you send him down and keep the lineup that you are fairly confident will stick for the majority of the year. Now, there's another possibility where Derek Forbort is still in the lineup. Um, Patrick gone, and Lauko is your extra forward with Heinen and Bokvist, the right wings on the third and fourth lines. That's a very real possibility. But for me, what needs to happen is Greer and Brown being placed on waivers for the purpose of assignment. And you give Beecher the fourth line center role for sure. You have Bokvist, Heinen, Lauko as your right wingers in the bottom six. And you can interchange Lauko, Heinen, Bokvist as needed. Uh, or Lucic for that matter. You don't need Lucic in the lineup every single night, and he likely won't be in the lineup every single night. Bokvist can play any position. Heinen can play both wings. Lauko can play both wings. So you're giving yourself that versatility there. Um, Bokvist can play center for that matter. So can Frederick. So you're giving some self, yourself some real versatility in the bottom six by keeping those guys around. Brown hasn't done enough. Greer, a bit too one-dimensional, and really hasn't stood out in training camp, in my estimation. Now, the big question is Patra, of course. If you keep him around, it does have a trickle-down effect, and you have to eliminate a player from the roster. And if you do that, and the guy clears, then yeah, you can always call that player back up if you send Patra to the OHL eventually. However, if you decide to keep Patra for the nine games, you place a guy in waivers, they don't clear, and then you just still decide to send Patra to the OHL after the nine games, then you've lost the guy for no reason. 
and still no further ahead in your search for a center. So big consideration to be made there and guys not being waiver exempt could be a factor in whether or not Patra is kept around. That's my take. Those are my players to watch. Those are the questions that abound here as we head into tonight's game. Do they keep Forboard around, send Lorai back? Do they keep Patra around? Who do they waive for the purpose of assignment? Will they lose anybody on waivers? And, um, yeah, it'd be nice to, <laughs> having said all that, end the preseason with the win as well, which they've only done once, I think. Um, less than a week to go before the um, opener. And one final thought. I was watching the Blue Jays and the Twins yesterday, and the Blue Jays made the decision to remove starting pitcher Jose Barrios from the lineup as a preconceived plan to bring in a lefty to face lefty hitters, despite the fact that Barrios was cooking. He was pitching very, very well. So the question for the Bruins is, do you stick with your preconceived plan coming into training camp or do you go with the guys who are cooking and leave them in based on the eye test and how you're feeling about these players at the particular moment and giving you the best chance to win night in and night out huge question for Don Sweeney Jim Montgomery and their staffs and uh, I'm very intrigued to see how the guys perform tonight and what the decisions are and we'll cover all of those Coming up on the next episode of Locked On Boston Bruins because we are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.